0: Welcome to the Zenphon podcast guys. today we have an amazing guest. Uh, this guy is awesome and you're gonna're you're gonna understand why His name is uh, Moose Kasmi but he goes by the name Moose and uh, we'll probably dive into that later but uh, so he's a filmmaker he uh, is a content creator he vlogs he's into fashion he has he's building his own brand and he is an entrepreneurship and he's living just a, a pretty cool lifestyle in I, I believe it's Sacramento, California. But uh, I guess I'll just pass it over to Moose and uh, ask let, – let, let's dive into you. So, like, who is Moose?
1: <laughs> who is Moose? <laughs> Damn, that's such a broad question. Um, I'm still I'm still really trying to figure myself out, you know, um, overall. But, you know, in a nutshell, like, I just love to create stuff. Um, like, the idea of just creating something out of nothing, it's, like, it's just pretty cool to me. Um mm-hmm. I just, I like trying to better myself as much as I can, but honestly, I do get lazy a lot too, so there's that. But Moose is just, Moose is just Moose, you know? I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know another way to put it, but he's just, he's just trying to live his life um, and make sure when he gets to his deathbed that he does not think about regrets. Like, that's that's the main thing. I know it's really cliche. Gary Vee says that all the time, but like, <laughs> that's probably the scariest yep. thing, you know?
0: So- so Moose, like I know your real name is Moose the Cosmic, yeah. But uh, how did you get the nickname Moose? Moose, how? Okay, so
1: I think it was um, uh, I was I was playing basketball for AAU. It was like seventh mm-hmm. or eighth grade or something, and my my coach he didn't call me Moose, but he called me like like Mighty Mighty Mouse or something. I don't I don't even remember. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really I was like all right that's cool I guess it's not like the coolest but then like. After that, like a couple years later, down the line, I thought of that looking back to, it and I was like, "How could? What kind of name could I give? Like, not that my name, like I don't like it. I do like my name, but what can I do that's like easier for people and like something that I love?" And I was like, "Wait, Musa Moose," and I was like, "Moose. That's like it's like a short nickname for it." And then like just the past two years or so, I've been just whenever I meet people, I'm like, "Yo, call me Moose. Like, I go by Moose." And there and there's a reason for that is because when you live, I live in Sacramento, and so it's a pretty small community. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's kind of like I'm branding myself in Sacramento because I go out a lot. I try to network and meet people. And if I just say, yo, my name is Musa. Like people might remember that, but Moose is just easier and they're more likely to remember that. On top of that, like I always wear a fedora when I'm out. So people always remember me as like, Oh, it's the guy with the fedora. He's Moose. Like it's just, it's easier for to remember. And it turns it, into like in terms of branding. Like it's just, it's better for me. And um, that's like the main reason I go by it now, but I still like my full name. It's just, just like moves it's just catchy it's easy and then um i also have another nickname which is mufasa What's your other name? <laughs> it's mufasa, <laughs> oh, mufasa. <laughs> yeah breaks- i don't use this that much but it's just uh it's just something i have like it's like a joke you know because i have long hair right now like a lion it's like extremely long mm. i haven't cut it in like two years um but yeah normally your boy just goes by moose and yeah, i can no, dance man. a little bit if you're referencing step up like i can dance a little bit <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, you, no, you're so right. Like I remembered your name, like it's so memorable because I was like, "Yeah, that's Moose." Exactly. Like, as soon right? as I see you, like face to the name. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, so so like let's dive into your your filmmaking, your fashion, your entrepreneurship. Like, what is it that you do? So right
1: now, um, I have so for my YouTube channels, I have two YouTube channels. I have one that's like that I post vlogs on um, random cinematic stuff that I you know create short films and stuff like that. And then I have another channel just strictly for fashion. Um, That's like my niche channel. Um, And the reason I created that recently was because I realized that it's really important to have a niche channel and vlog channels don't necessarily, they don't grow as fast. It's very rare. Like every YouTuber you see, they start out with a niche channel and then they start vlogging, you know? So I did that. Um, So yeah, I do YouTube videos. Um, I create content on Instagram, like fashion stuff. Uh, I also do acting. I do modeling. Um, I do, (laughs) I know it sounds so like uh, cocky to say all this stuff, but like I really do do all this stuff, because um, it's very hard for me to just just stick in one little box. Because I enjoy doing acting, I enjoy doing modeling, I enjoy showing you know guys how to dress better um through fashion and expressing themselves. Um, and then I also have my media company that uh, I haven't been working too hard on, but I will soon, uh, which is just doing content for brands, businesses, or anyone that needs like photography or video. It's called Relic Media. So that's something I'm also. Trying to work on the side, and just recently, uh, I grouped up with a couple of filmmakers and actors, and we just launched Sac Film Collective, which is just wow. yeah, it's it's basically um, in a way, it's like a space for creators in Sacramento to come and create specifically short films, any narrative that they want to tell, and just get creative because I feel like Sacramento doesn't really have something like that, even though it is growing. But I want more more films to be made around in Sacramento because I think we do have talent. So I do have kind of a lot going on, and it's very hard to balance at all. Like it really is. But I still do have a job. I still go to school, um, and I do get lazy a lot. But in a nutshell, that's pretty much what I'm doing. And I also recently signed to an agency, so that's kind of been opening more doors and stuff. Like I had an audition for Intel the other day, which is really cool wow. was in SF. Yeah. I was like, this is my first time I do a commercial audition. It was really cool. So we'll see if I get ba- uh, hear back from them or not. But that is no, basically I mean, what I'm doing. Yeah. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Well, so, so most like, what draws you to creating? Creating. Um,
1: honestly, when it first, when I first started, it was just cause I wanted to create more opportunities for myself. Cause I originally started in acting when I was like 16 and mm-hmm. I realized that I cannot just wait for opportunities to come to me. I cannot wait to be signed by an agency or something like that. Like it's, I can, but like that's just that's just wasting so much time and potential that I could put out, and I I just thought you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make some content myself. I'm gonna start vlogging. I'm gonna start making skits, and just from there through that process of making my own content, I learned you know to do everything by myself. Like when it comes to editing and knowing how to use a camera, um, reaching out to people to network with to be a part of my stuff. Yeah. Um, And from there, I just started going to events like photo shoots and networked with other creators. And now like I I have some great friends that are into creative stuff and I can always, you know, ask them to help me out of the project and I can help them with their project. And initially it was just through that. It was through the idea that, yo, I want to, I want to make my own stuff. I just don't want to wait for opportunities to come to me. And from there, now I'm over here and I know how to edit and create my own stuff. And I have such a decent portfolio like if i want to send myself to more agencies like i actually have stuff to show and that's like a big reason they accepted me this uh, agency that i was signed to is because they saw that wow you have like a lot of stuff going on you're not you're not waiting for opportunities to come to you and i think that's really important like if you don't have resources be resourceful and create your own resources you know that's like something tony robbins said and that stuck with me uh, yeah man yeah. that's that's helped a lot just like creating my own opportunities
0: so, so where did you start with, uh, you know, creating your own opportunities? Did you start with a YouTube channel?
1: Yeah, dude, that was the first thing I did. Literally, like, I remember to this day, the first yeah. I was like, I was talking to my friend. I was like, dude, let's make a, let's make like a skit or like a short film. And so I went to his house, and I, I think I literally wrote the script at his house. I was like, let's think of ideas, and we we're bouncing ideas off each other, and he wasn't even really into acting. He just like, oh, you know, I'll just help him out. Let's do something for fun and. I made one and I was like, okay, let's make some more. And Then we kept making some more yeah. and some of our friends were like, oh, those are kind of funny. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. we kept going and I think a year or so in, that's when I transitioned to vlogs. I was like, yo, let's try this vlogging thing out. And then through doing vlogs, I learned different camera angles and cinematics and just uh, being in front of the camera um, with more energy. And mm-hmm. I just kept doing it and doing it and I started making more videos but originally, it did start from just skits and, like, short films and that. And I use my iPhone, bro. Like, there's no excuses nowadays. Like, you can literally use your phone um, as long as you have yeah. good lighting. Like, the phones are amazing, bro. They can shoot 4K, 60 frames. Like, it's it's unbelievable, man. So, if there's any creators out there, like, just make stuff with your phone. And that could literally, like, as long as the narrative's on point, it could literally kick ass to any, like, $100 million budget movie that has no good narrative because
0: narrative is key. Mm.
1: But yeah, that's how I originally so started.
0: Uh, of your vlogs, like, do you do you put a narrative behind it? Like, how, how do you structure a vlog?
1: So, like, what would <laughs> sometimes uh, sometimes my vlogs, when I look at them, I'm like, wow, this is so boring. Um, so it's not like I'm always on point with the narrative, but um, usually I try to make sure there's something exciting or crazy that happens in the vlog, or something that um, maybe people can relate to as humans. Um, like, I don't know if you noticed, but in a lot of my vlogs, I, I do a lot of party vlogs or a lot of them recently at least and yeah. usually there's something I try to make that happen like maybe he gets too drunk or they do something crazy together like, oh, they're almost made out or like something like, uh, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess clickbait is definitely involved with vlogs and I'm still learning. Like I don't have a lot of subscribers by any means but um, one thing I've noticed by watching other YouTubers is like they always have one thing that just like happens, you know, and it's it's something that's kind of crazy and like catches your eye and then in terms of just beginning middle end that's just like you know the normal narrative that you have like for the structure but if, as long as you have like one one thing that you can draw people into um that's kind of like whoa you know if it makes you go whoa, well, then it's definitely gonna make other people go whoa well, because you're, you're you're definitely biased because mm-hmm. it's your own block um so i would say that yeah if you could just make people go whoa <laughs> then you're doing something right yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, so in terms of that, with your YouTube moose and then your fashion, uh, I know you're, you started your fashion, I think, was it a year ago that you started uh, doing your fashion?
1: Uh, it's been like a year and a half, so like around 18 months, yeah.
0: Okay, and is that more of a passion project? I would, yeah, I would say so because, um,
1: dude, last year I was doing some like just digging into like my life and I was thinking like, what? What, have, what has always been in my life? Like, what is what have I always been passionate about? And I did some digging and I came to the conclusion I realized, like, dude, ever since I was maybe in fifth grade or fourth grade, I always picked out my own outfits whenever I went shopping with my mom. And I feel like fashion has always been, like, a part of my life. And I was like, Wait, why, don't, why don't I talk about this at least? And, you know, maybe even make one video a week or a two two, uh, video every two weeks. Like, just keep it steady at least. But um, just start it. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a fashion channel because I clearly am passionate about it. Um, I talk about it all the time. My friends, they they ask me for advice with their fits too. So it's like clearly I have some authority here. Why not um, sh- spread this to more people? And from there, I w- I just started making them, and um, I've been continuing it ever since. Um, but it is definitely harder to grow than other niches. I realized, and there's not as much money in it as much money in it uh, as I as I thought there would be because. All of it is mm-hmm. literally brand deals, and the only way to get brand deals is like if you have a shit ton of subscribers, like the millions of people. Like, it's not um, that simple, but uh, you can also do other things like affiliate links, um, the shop style, or like to know it. It's like some other companies that have like partnerships with brands, um, but uh, that's what that's what made me realize like, yo, I should do this, and it's a niche, too. It's not like, I'm, I'm like a vlog where it's on niche, so um, that's, that's yeah. why I started the fashion. i like, dude, I am passionate about this. I need to do this. Um, and I'm going to keep doing it for as long as I can, honestly.
0: So, so it's like the one thing that's really fascinating about you is that I feel like you're, you're just able to start things and really kind of grow them on your own. Like you don't really, it doesn't seem like there's someone pushing you to do something You kind of find that motivation from within. Uh, yeah, I
1: tried, but it's hard though. Like yeah. I, I do like <laughs> anyone else, like I love watching Netflix. I love being lazy. I love sleeping. <laughs> like yeah. it's really hard, but, uh, I guess yeah. You, you just have to um, because once you once you just go back to like that idea that yo you're gonna die someday, um, and you don't want to be in your deathbed thinking like what could have been. Like that's just that sounds so shitty, man. Like oh my god. So, so
0: would you say that's a powerful motivator for you that you don't want to die with regrets, and that's why you kind of chase your your dreams, your passions, and kind of make them happen. Yeah, dude. I think
1: that that is definitely. One of my biggest uh, drivers. Um, sometimes that, and on top of that, is actually going through um, some troubled life experience. Uh, I don't know if I told you before, but like I, I had some serious health issues growing up. Um, specifically, oh, it, was, okay. it was Crohn's disease, and that um, it really messed me up. Like for Wait, what is Crohn's disease. So um, essentially, it's basically. Your your colon is inflamed, um, in different parts of it. Like it could be yeah. or even your int- your intestines, like your large intestine and a small intestine. But usually it's like the colon and when it's inflamed your body isn't absorbing any of the nutrients you're eating and that causes you to literally just this is very nasty, but you just shit out bloody red diarrhea. Like <laughs> it's just really nasty. Oh, yeah. And you lose hella weight, you become malnutrition and uh, you literally become like a skeleton. Like I think the the lightest I weighed bro was 79 pounds wow that was 2016 that was my worst year and I've had this for like a long time but um I came across like natural remedies and stuff and I figured it out so like now I'm doing really really good but that that was like a Mm -hmm. big battle that I had to win and I'll tell you right now when I was at my worst bro there was only two things that I cared about in life and one was spending time with my loved ones and just Mm -hmm. doing things that made me happy that's it nothing else and so that just goes to show, like, if that's what I was thinking when I was at my worst, those two things are probably the things I should be focusing on while I have this time on earth here.
0: <laughs> like,
1: I, I, I thought I was going to die. I thought, you know what, I might die. Like, if I'm going to die, like, I just want to spend time with my family, my friends, my loved ones, and and just do fun stuff and do things that I'm passionate about. Like, when you're, when you're, when you're in a situation like that, like, it really, it really, there's like a f- flip in your brain that just goes... Like, wow you just become clear you just become clear dude about life you become it's I, I honestly I hope everyone in life not in like a mean way but like I hope everyone goes through something like that just so you can experience mm-hmm. what I experienced um like I physically felt like wow dude I am so lucky to just be alive like to walk and it's it's crazy you know <laughs> but yeah dude that that changed me for sure <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, that's. I, I did not know that moose. Like, that's uh, <laughs> that's powerful, though, because I think probably that, that whole experience, even though it was a negative one, like, you can just draw strength from it. And
1: It's kind of like a blessing you know, in disguise, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's no, it's crazy. Like, I think, like, some of the top entrepreneurs, too, like, have gone through, like, even Steve Jobs, like, Steve Jobs had that uh, battle that's with cancer. And, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think after it, when he, he, he thought he was cured, um, from it and he just, like, made the iPhone, he started, like, trading so much stuff. Yeah. So it, it shows you what, what, like, health problems and, and, and like, I, I think it's the reflection, like, did you have a lot of time to reflect during that time? Or? Yeah, because I was, I
1: was just at home all day, you know, I was homeschooled, um, mm-hmm. when I was at my worst, I don't think I was even studying at all or doing anything, uh, I still, I was still making some videos here and there because I was bored, um, And, yeah, like, I I was just literally thinking about, like, wow, this is it. There's so much I haven't done yet, but at least with the time I have now, I could uh, make the most of it and make sure I spend time with my family and just do everything that I can to at least when I leave, like, I'm like, okay, you know what, that was was a good run. And I'm thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But... Thankfully, it wasn't like that because, honestly, very few people with Crohn's do die, but I was I was at 79 pounds. So I was, like, really worried. Like, that that's really low. <laughs> Even right now, yeah, I don't like, weigh that yeah. much. I weigh 105, but, oh, my God. Like, I have my life. Like, I can do things, and um, I have, like, a specific diet I eat, and I love it. And I've experimented with so many diets. It's crazy. Like, ugh, I've done the vegan diet. I've done so no funny. carbs. I, right now, wow. I do barely any carbs, but I do eat them. <laughs> But, like, it's mm-hmm. – man, it was such a crazy process to go through, but I'm so thankful I went through it. I even did, like, a speech about this in one of my classes, and, like, people are, like, <laughs> jaw dropped, like, whoa, that was crazy. <laughs> but – No, yeah,
0: no, no. Was, that's, that's – like, that's so inspirational, Moose. Like, it's it's crazy because you never really realize what uh people go through until, like – because uh, that's the weird thing about life, man. I feel like a lot of people don't really – you could look at someone and be like, well, you have it all. You have like this amazing lifestyle and uh, you never really know what they've gone through. Together.
1: Like I'm so with you because like, especially on social media nowadays, I feel like we compare ourselves definitely to everyone else. Like I do this all the time. And it's really bad. Like I'll look at someone's feed and they'll be like, oh my God, they have such a cool life. And then and then it puts me in such a negative space. And then I have to take time to reflect and be like, wait, 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 wait. Like I don't know who they are. Like they're just showing the highlights of their life. It's just their highlight reel. I don't know the the negative stuff that happened in their life. I don't know anything about that. And you know what? If they didn't have any, any mm-hmm. of their stuff, if their life is really like that, that's cool. That's amazing. Good for them. <laughs> but, that, but that is very rare. Mm-hmm. Where People have like extremely very little problems in their life um, that they went through. Their life's all peachy. I mean, I'm a true believer in like if you don't have any problems in your life, you're going to go insane and your mind will just create problems on your own because we need problems to solve. Otherwise, we get bored
0: yeah exactly like you need the ups you need the downs you need to experience it yeah. all right like i think that's just part of life dude. but uh but yeah like moose let's say there is a guy who's up there and kind of wants like the lifestyle you you have with like the the creating you know just kind of being like a man on his own path like doing what he really wants to do like what advice would you give to him like where would you tell him to start um
1: hmm damn i don't <laughs> I, don't even, I wouldn't even feel that I'm like that even high up there. Uh, but if I if I did have to give some advice, I would say if you specifically want to start creating stuff, um, a really good way to network and meet people is if you go on Facebook. This is very practical, by the way. You could definitely – anyone can do this. If you go on Facebook um, and you type in like maybe photography, meetup or event or uh, uh, whatever, maybe you're in a video, whatever it is, whatever interest you have and like – you look for meetups around your area or things like that you could easily network with mm-hmm. creatives around the area and also instagram is amazing it's an, an amazing tool if, you, if there's no events going around your area you should create some yourself like my friends recently i have um, some really uh, close friends that are also into entrepreneurship in sacramento and they just created this thing called supposed media um where they they host uh photo meetups like every two weeks and invite you know models photographers whoever wants to come and we've had they've had like four or five meetups now and it's grown to like 30 to 40 people showing up which is really yeah that's really wow. cool it started from nothing so you could literally create your own like events and you know have those people that you want to network with come to those events it could be anything it could be like taco tuesdays whatever it is if you want like entrepreneurs to meet you you could you could talk to a club maybe like a really high-end club that's around the area and maybe hit, maybe talk mm-hmm. to them about like a certain day that they're dead. Maybe Tuesdays they're dead because Tuesdays, at least in Sacramento, is completely dead. Um, you could go to them and ask them, "Hey, I can bring in 10 15 people. Would you guys be cool with uh, letting us host this event?" And most likely they will say yes. And you can make like a badass flyer mm-hmm. and then send it out to those people that are, you know, in that niche that you want to network with. And that is a great way. Boom. And then once you make those connections right there, you can just start, you know, talking about what you want to create and whatnot. Um, As for if you just want to create stuff yourself, uh, you can literally just go out and start shooting. Like every time I go out and explore someplace, like recently I went to – when I went to SF on Monday, I just made like a short cinematic because I had some free time. So you can film anywhere and you can make anything um, in terms of that. Um, uh, Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, that would be my best advice. If there's no events going around, just create them yourself. On top of that, you'll be the figure of authority and people will be coming to you. You don't even have to introduce yourself really and go up to them. Because you're mm-hmm. you're the guy who's running the events and stuff, so I definitely would recommend that. Because um, we have that going around in Slack, my friends are just starting up events just like that, and um, just like that, I'm meeting so many different types of people that otherwise you'd have to like, I don't know how you'd meet them, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, like it's it's crazy, Moose, because like earlier on you said uh, that something about resourcefulness. How it's one of the greatest resources, but man, you're like so resourceful. Like, like, what does resourcefulness mean to you?
1: resourcefulness means to me is you're always bringing va- bringing value to the other person. So wherever you're going, whenever you're meeting someone, um, if you don't have any resources to give right now, like tangible ones, um, mm-hmm. whether it's, you can't bring them connections or you can't bring them um, advice. There's one thing you can always give. And this has helped me meet so many people is good vibes, always giving good. vibes. that's something you can easily give, even if you're yeah. not very good with people. Um, there's tons of videos on like how to network with people and how to be better at, you know, talking and conversations that you can watch. And, um, if you can at least give good vibes, people will want you around them. I'm telling you, this is how I've met so many friends in school. Like I made it a goal in college and literally like when I was going, I'm still going, um, to at least talk to one new person every time I'm there. Um, sometimes I don't do it um, and I kind of beat myself over it, but I usually do do it. It's not, it's not that hard at all. You can literally start conversations like nothing. Like, if someone's studying you can just be like oh what are you studying and you just, you just act like you've known them for 10 years that's what i do with people i meet like i just act like hey i've known this guy for 10 years like, yeah. or you know, whatever and it's it just feels like like wow like i want to have this person around me so if you have no resources you just use your just be charismatic and just be giving good vibes like that's that's 100 percent has helped me meet so many people i'm not even kidding
0: yeah no, no and i think that's I love that so much because I think that if you at least it's kind of like the idea of just giving, you know, like if you're giving someone when you have no nothing really, like just imagine when you have everything, like you'll still be giving, you know, just going to
1: be like, you can give laughter, you can give joy, you can always give, there's an infinite amount of things. Um, And like I said, if you don't have actual tangible resources, just give good vibes. Everyone loves good vibes. Nowadays, people are so antisocial. I'm on their phones and and they all want to communicate. It's not like that they don't. I mean, there's very few, there's some people that literally just don't want to, which is um, very rare Um, because even introverts do want to communicate. They just like prefer smaller groups and maybe one-on-one and stuff. But if you, if you do like most Mm -hmm. people will be thankful that, you you know, open them or approach them or said something to them um, and whatnot. They'll really appreciate that. So uh, I've noticed that at least it's very rare where someone's just like, dude, like screw off. Like (laughs) that's very rare.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, also, like, in terms of even coming back to the creating and, you know, networking, where would you say uh, that you struggle with moves? Like, what are some areas where where you have challenges in in your creative process or doing the things that you do? Uh, I
1: would would say one of the biggest struggles, um, this is more to do with, like, organization, but uh, is... Kind of just making sure to um, being having like a set routine, like that's very, like, it's very hard for me to stick to because I usually just like to at least on my days where I don't have to go to work or school and I just you know I can edit and just do whatever. Um, I know I have stuff to do that day, but I'll either like put it off to like a couple of hours later after I wake up, like three to even four hours later when I could have just started literally right away, and that's that's very hard for me to stick mm-hmm. to a routine, even though I know that I'm happy when I have a routine. Because I've, I've tested this and I've, I've seen myself and my joy and my levels of happiness when I'm in a routine and I'm doing what I said I'd do. Like I literally feel like I'm on top of the world and I'm happy. Um, and so I don't know why I don't stick to that. But that's, that's definitely my hardest thing. Um, that's not necessarily have to do much with creativity, but it does impact like how good my creativity does turn out. And uh, if I feel like if I just got better at sticking down to routines and getting stuff done that I said I would – uh, I would definitely, oh my God, like I feel so good when that happens. So I need to work on that. That's one big thing.
0: So what would the ideal, uh, thing <laughs> look like for you I, I feel like I've asked you this before. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this
1: maybe. Is so funny <laughs> that you just said that. Cause I asked this question to everyone I meet almost like any, anyone that's into like business. Yeah. Oh my God. Ah. Oh, wow. Um, I honestly, I had the answer to this before, but um, I think now I'm still trying to figure it out. But I'll tell you my answer that I had before. Um, before, it was definitely uh, waking up um, whenever I want to and just having the whole day to work on any creative endeavor it might be, whether it's a Hollywood project. If it is a Hollywood project, then I obviously have to be there maybe at 8 or 7 a.m. That's different. Um, but if it's like a personal mm-hmm. project, just waking up whenever and then just creating stuff that I had planned for that day. And after I'm done creating stuff, go to the gym after the gym. um, I spend some time maybe just reflecting and maybe 15 minutes. And after that, just honestly go out with my friends and have a good time and uh, just have some laughs together and just, yeah, Mm -hmm. just kick it with some really great, great people like that. It's very simple, I guess. And then obviously travel every three months. I'd say I don't like traveling too much, but um, I do like travel at least every three months or so. I would say that would be, but that was my old ideal day. Right now, I I'm not hundred percent sure. Like, um, because I I tried that out. I was like, you know what? Why don't I just pretend this is my ideal day? I was pretty happy, but I was like, wait, there could be something more. But maybe that's just shiny object syndrome. I don't know. <laughs> so because that that is a big issue too And a lot of people's lives. Shiny object syndrome. And I've dealt with that too. It's scary, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've dealt with that too. Like. And it's—I think it happens to dude because there's pretty much all so many cool things up. in the
1: world. Like, how do you pick? Like, what? <laughs> there's just so many. I guess the best way to just to think of it like you're launching a rocket and just let that rocket launch. And once it's launched, you can start building other rockets. You know,
0: like boom, boom,
1: boom. I mean, there are some mm-hmm. things that you can do simultaneously, but for the most part, at least.
0: Yeah. And, and that's the thing. this like it seems. Like the one thing I really like about you is it like okay I'm gonna this is an assumption but let me know yeah. what you think about it. But it seems like you're motivated by kind of like a lifestyle, right? Like you have a lifestyle that you're kind of created. And uh, it, it, would you say that you're more motivated than like what would you say is your biggest motivation in terms of what you what drives you?
1: I think I think you were pretty you were pretty spot on like lifestyle like that. To me, I'm more impressed by this is something Ty Lopez said a long time ago too. Um, I found it pretty interesting mm-hmm. was like, he was saying how he's impressed by people's lifestyles, not necessarily their, how much money they make. Um, cause you could be yep. extremely unhealthy, um, can't get out of bed and be a billionaire. Like, well, that's not a fun life. Like I would not trade my life at all for that. Like ever. Um, even if I'm like, my income is extremely low, like 50 k a year or something, I would not, um, So, Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, I am. I love, like, I am definitely impressed by um, building that really, really, um, that lifestyle that I want for myself. Um, And that could vary for everyone else. And I'm still trying to figure out what my ideal lifestyle would be for 100%. But definitely, uh, you know, having good health, having, um, I, I don't really care to make millions or billions. Like, that's a cool, that's cool if that happens. But, once I have enough where I can just you know fend for I could for myself and my family like that's all that really matters to me um, and because to me time freedom is extremely important man like time freedom um, a decent amount of wealth uh, really good health and just having great people around myself and doing activities that I love like nothing can really beat that um, I I could care less about like being like fifty millionaire like billionaire whatever blah 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 like that's cool like, if it happens like I said but. Um, yeah, lifestyle, dude, it's, it's super impressive to me. Like anyone that can balance all those important things in their life and seem like it's seamless and it's, it's just so cool to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, so this is a weird question, but what would you say makes you happy, like the most mm-hmm. happiest?
1: I I assessed this a couple times. I was like, what does actually make me happy and and when i say happy i mean genuinely just like happy in that moment like whether it's for like a minute or like 15 seconds i've noticed it's it's when i do something out of my comfort zone that uh that i was yeah basically that's it yeah just doing something out of my comfort zone that um, i was scared to do and i actually did it um like talking to strangers for example like that's a huge one uh, in the moment i think like we all like get like oh my god like, i'm scared to talk to that person or whatever but when you do it like, oh my God, you just feel...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You, you, it's like a rush. It's like a drug almost, you know? Um, I, feel yeah. I, do yeah. I feel happiest when doing that. I feel happiest when... It's kind of weird to say. Like, I don't know if it says, like, love the journey. And, like, you know, it's all about the journey. Like, I agree. Like, the journey is so fun. But there's just something about creating mm-hmm. a project and finishing it. It just feels so good. Like, and just looking at your own work. I, I, I like that, personally. Um, I enjoy that part of the, of the process. Um, there's that. And... Hmm. Another thing that yeah, that gives me happiness is when I'm spending time with my family or really close friends that I've known for a long time, and we're just kicking it. We're not really worried about anything, and we're just having good conversations. Like those three things I've noticed: um, doing things out of my comfort zone, um, kicking it with family friends, uh, and just creating stuff and finishing it, and just going, "Oh my god, I felt good." Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, no, I love yeah, that. What language. about you?
1: What brings you happiness, bro? Um, I'm going to flip the script on you real quick.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, uh, like, I would probably say just what gives me happiness. <laughs> <laughs> what gives me happiness? Well, I would say, like, just being, like, uh, like, I'm de- definitely achievement. Like, I like to achieve, but mainly it's just, I guess it's just, like, really, uh, well, okay. I should know I mean, this. <laughs> it's
1: such a hard answer.
0: Like, yeah, I guess it's like creating. Like right now oh, yeah, what I've really change, been thinking right? a lot yeah. about is uh, yeah, just like yeah, creating and like yeah. starting YouTube and I think just having I guess the thing that makes me happy is just like filling my time with you know by creating stuff and, yeah. and sharing with people and and uh, and stuff that's like helpful. Yeah, dude, like don't I think you that's feel
1: like if you're not productive or, like, you're doing, you know, something meaningful, you just feel like, I don't know, I feel like kind of like shit when I don't do something like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's like you always have to be doing something productive. And when I say productive, it could just it doesn't have to be necessarily business-related or creative. It can even be productive to fulfilling your, you know, your social part of your life, um, you know, just playing basketball even or something, uh, or even if as long as like it's intentional, you know, like maybe even intentionally taking a nap because you know, you feel good for for doing it instead of just randomly just taking it um, and just being lazy. Like there's a big difference. I feel like with that.
0: Yeah, no, like that's, that's actually a good question. Like I need to, I want to think more about like what makes me happy. Like I'm still, I guess trying to figure that out, but like, I think like the intentional is like, I don't know, it sounds weird to say, but like, can you be like, can you intentionally like make yourself <laughs> happy? Like maybe, right. like I think you probably like, yeah, um, yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah, like it's like weird, for sure. weird yeah. question. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like so. What would you say the like? What does the future look like for maybe, me? Jeez,
1: like, uh, I'll be honest, dude. I I kind of just I go by day by day a lot. Like uh, and that's not to even to avoid your question because yeah. that's a really cool question. Uh, because I mean honestly, like I. Who knows? What if I do fuck up? What if I don't like that? There's definitely a possibility for that, like where I just end up in a dead end job, which I, but I have a feeling that I have a high feeling that's not going to (laughs) happen. But, um, it's just like life can just Mm. hit you and
0: no, like there's (laughs) no chance that would happen, man. Like you're 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 a percent,
1: but, uh, (laughs) I, I think, uh, in the future, I. I feel like as long as I'm consistent with my personal brand and just creating stuff, um, ideally, I do want to see myself as like an influencer that's getting brand deals and making great content for these brands um, and working with uh, agencies, whether it's modeling or acting, uh, and putting a huge priority on my social and my family life as well and my health. Um, Ideally, yeah, that's what it seems like the future for Moose, which I'm definitely looking forward to. (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> well uh well yeah i mean, just like i, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast man and like honestly dude i've always kind of like looked up to you like doing your your youtube stuff and kind of like had a, a great respect for it man because it's like
1: honestly i'm not even kidding right now just to like i'm being serious like i liked your vibe but, like it just felt very genuine um and that's pretty rare just to be honest yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks man but uh, but yeah, I guess like where can uh, – actually, where can people find you on social and, and Yeah, links so and uh,
1: I'm on Instagram. My Instagram is just Musa, M-U-S-A, K-A-Z-M-I, Kazmi, and then underscore. And I have like a black and white profile photo with some very sexy, luscious hair. Luscious hair. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's yeah. me. And then um, on YouTube, you can just type in my full name, Musa Kazmi. And then there's two channels. There's like a fashion one and my normal channel. And uh, yeah, that's where I mainly post my work, so YouTube and Instagram.
0: So yeah, those two. Sweetness. And I guess uh, one more question is, uh, if you had like one, uh, one like phrase or one piece of wisdom you could share with the world, and everyone would hear at the exact same time, uh, what, what would, such would that a be? Big
1: question. Um, there's two things I try to live by. So can I give you two? Is that cool? <laughs> okay. Yeah, one yeah, of is this. Okay, Gary Vee says this a lot, but I mean, I've thought I've thought of this before. He even said it. Like I kind of, it was in my head. But is that if you don't matter? This is very dark to say, but I, I look at it in like a positive way. Like, you don't matter. No one gives a shit about you. Um, why is your ego so high to think that people care about you doing something? Um, like really, no one gives a shit. Maybe they might look at you for a second what, if this is really in person or if it's online. Whatever you're trying to do and you're worried what people think, like, I'm telling you that you do not give a shit. And I do remind this to myself sometimes. They just don't. So do what you want to do. As long as you're not harming anyone, like, literally, like, there's no reason why you shouldn't do it. Um, Or I guess your reputation is going really, if it's really that bad, that's understandable. But most things aren't. Number two is just give. That's it. That's, like, something. Like, give, whether it's laughter. Like, what I was saying about the resources thing, just give as much as you can. Cause it will always come back and you shouldn't even yeah. do it just cause it'll always come back. Cause you, you will generally feel good from giving. Like it will because uh, the other person will be happy and you'll be like, oh my God, I just, I gave that and now they feel amazing. And then they'll probably be inclined to give to someone else. and It will just be like a ripple effect. It's crazy how it works. They've made videos on this too. Um, and I just thought it was really cool. So yeah, no one gives a shit about you and just give. That's like my two, I guess, philosophies that I try to live by. Sometimes I don't, but I try my best.
0: And there you have it, guys. That is Musa Kazme, the man who makes films, fashion, entrepreneurship, and is living a dope (laughs) life. Thank you,
1: brother. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) No worries. Thanks, Musa.